USA Wealth Group Inc. presents Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance and Pete Lance are your hosts for the next hour, talking retirement topics and having the retirement conversation for those at or nearing retirement. For more than 20 years, USA Wealth Group has been committed to helping families protect and grow their wealth. The conversation starts now. Welcome to Money Wise Radio. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome once again to Money Wise, brought to you every Sunday morning by USA Wealth Group. And today we're gonna to be talking about a very important subject to every single person that's listening. We're gonna be talking about Medicare. And I don't think there's anything that's more important for seniors, especially as you reach the age of 65 and get older, to make sure that you have the right choices made for Medicare. It's a very confusing subject. So this morning, um, I'm with you as the primary host, Ray Lance, and also with me is uh, Peter Lance. Good morning, Pete. Good morning, good morning, everyone. Now, Pete, what do you do primarily at USA Wealth Group? And let's talk about that for one second. I'm a financial advisor. I'm also an investment advisor representative. That means I have securities licenses and I can do all manners of uh, portfolio and, and brokerage accounts for uh, my clients. And uh, one of the things that I think most people find interesting is when I do some um, risk assessment and Morningstar analysis for them, and they're sort of surprised to see how their portfolio is truly performing. Uh, most people get a statement in the mail, they look at it, and they don't really understand it. They don't really understand the fees, they really don't understand the performance, they just sort of look at it and say, well, gee, this quarter I lost some money, or gee, this quarter I earned some money. They don't really understand it. So I do uh, a total assessment of your portfolio or your portfolios and um, can really give you a true assessment as to your true earning along with fees and how it's performing based uh, against the S&P 500 as a benchmark. So we started to title our show today, Unraveling Medicare Misconceptions and talking about the basics made simple but this is far from a simple subject. So I'm pleased that we also have a special guest with us this morning who will be in the office on a regular and necessary basis, Margaret Vollmer, also known as Peggy, Peggy Vollmer. So good morning, Peggy. Good morning, Ray. Good morning, everyone. I do have some knowledge on Medicare. I've dealt with it for quite a few years. I've been with Shine. Um, for almost seven years, helping people with their um, planning, what they want to do, if they're going to take their Social Security, how much, and whether they want to uh, sign up for, once they sign up for Medicare, when they have to sign up, um, what plans that are available here in Massachusetts, our guidelines in Massachusetts. Okay, and we want to talk about the rules. We want to talk about the difference between Medicare and Medicaid because many, many people get those confused. Medicare and Medicaid are two totally different programs, aren't they? Yes, that's correct. Medicare is a federal program that everybody, once you reach retirement age and to help you with your health insurance, Medicaid is a special funded, government funded to help low income people. So the Medicare program has actually been around for quite a long time. Uh, when President Johnson was president, he actually signed the original Medicare bill. And uh, Harry Truman was there at the same time. Truman had first proposed Medicare, but he couldn't get it through Congress at the time. So it was actually under President Johnson that Medicare came into existence. But. Um, you know, Peter, one of the things that we've talked about is how expensive it is for health care, how expensive it is for medical care. If you look at any bill that you've received from your insurance company and you see how much the bill costs, and then you find out what did it cost for the insurance, how much did insurance pay, and what is your portion, uh, it's incredible how expensive anything is today for medical insurance. It is. It's massive. And 
uh, you know, I don't know, two or three years ago, my son was playing flag football, supposedly, and yet they were tackling and broke his collarbone, and we got a bill in the mail for just around $20,000 just for going by ambulance to the hospital, and the um, that, and that was actually prior to having the surgery to actually put a metal plate on his collarbone. So it's insane how expensive healthcare costs are in this country. Um, it's also really um, amazing. You had asked me to look this up right before the show started, and I thought I remembered it was like 30 or 35% of the federal budget um, was for Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, but it's actually 46% of all federal spending uh, goes towards Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and other health care programs. Yeah, just those three programs, Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid. And what's the percentage again? 46% of all federal spending. So one of the things I think that I want to suggest to listeners today is anytime you think you want to complain about the amount of the federal budget and the amount of the taxes, just remember that virtually half of everything in the federal budget is going out for these very important programs, without which you'd have a lot of impoverished seniors, for example. And what happens as we get older, if you think about it, you have more and more medical needs. And if you don't have the means to pay for it, you could lose everything you've accumulated your entire life your retirement programs, your home, anything. Uh, so health insurance and health insurance coverage are critically important. So let's talk for just a minute about the primary differences between Medicare and Medicaid. Medicare is really a health insurance program. That's correct. Okay. And Medicaid is primarily, I mean, it's used for a number of different things, but Medicaid is primarily used for taking care of long-term care for somebody, such as cost in a nursing home, for example. That's correct. It's one correct. of the best examples of that. And in the office, uh, we're pleased that we have um, two attorneys who are very knowledgeable at the law firm. The law firm is not part of what we do. It's a separate entity by itself. But attorney Tenny Lance and attorney Mike Coleman have a great deal of knowledge about the Medicaid program and how to help people get Medicaid benefits for long-term care in particular. But again, don't confuse Medicaid with Medicare. Medicaid is for long-term care. Think nursing home primarily, does have other uses. But our focus today is to talk about Medicare. So let's talk about some of the basics of how does somebody qualify for Medicare? So if you're retired at age 62, for example, um, are you eligible for Medicare? No, you are not eligible for Medicare. You are only eligible at 65 for Medicare. Okay. And so here's another misconception I think that people have then. Let's say you're 66 years old, but you're still working, and you have health insurance at the place where you work. Then you do not need to pick up Medicare because you have health insurance through your company, as okay. long as it's a good-sized company, not 20 employees. Right, okay, so there's some small limitations there. But these are really important rules that everybody should know, I would think. So we've talked about the differences between Medicare and Medicaid. Medicare actually has not been around that long in this country, when you think about it. I mean, a lot of people, who are listening today probably remember President Johnson, the time he was president. We don't realize what a short time uh, we've really had with Medicare in this country. That's correct. It was brought in to help people with their health insurance as they become seniors. Um, and I think a lot of people don't plan and think ahead. It doesn't hurt to plan, think ahead, and be prepared to have some knowledge just talking to people and uh, we can help and guide you with this education as far as how it works, what you have to do, steps to take. And you were a Shine Counselor, of course, for many years and we're so grateful to have you in the office. Uh, I can't tell you how many times we meet with a, a client and they say, gee, I just don't understand these things. And I say, well, that's not your job to do it. That's what we're here for. We're here to help you with those things, and that's what you're here for. 
So we're grateful to have you here and helping out our, our clients. But unfortunately, our computer system, their government today is pushing everybody to go on to computers, have computers, and a lot of the seniors were not brought up in that generation. They don't even know how to go on, set up an account, go into Social Security, go into Medicare, and it is so confusing. And they get lost, and they get confused, and they get overwhelmed. Yeah, and we we see that all the time, and and some people don't even have access to a computer or an email address. That's correct. So I will often, with Social Security, um, I will assist somebody with creating an online account and and getting them set up with Social Security. Yeah, we've helped people actually sign up for Social Security initially, and um, a lot of people make wrong decisions about when to sign up for Social Security. More than half the people who collect Social Security in this country sign up for Social Security to start when they reach age 62. Yeah, And that's the lowest level they're ever going to get, and it's going to continue at the lowest level for the rest of their lives. And Social Security is not allowed to give you advice. They can help you sign up, but they're not allowed to you know, really give you advice and, and help in that um, area. So that's what we're here for. Well, our special announcement today is that uh, Peggy, Peggy Vollmer, um, is working um, under the umbrella of our offices. She's not an employee of USA Wealth Group. Uh, She's not an employee of Arbor Insurance. She's an independent contractor. And it does not cost any money to make an appointment to sit down and talk with her. Not only that, I guess it's a fair thing to say, Peggy, that if you put somebody into a Medicare supplement or Medicare Advantage program, uh, it doesn't cost them anything for your services to do that. No, it does not cost them anything. It's the in- I'm getting reimbursed by the insurance company. Well, we're going to get a lot more into the topic of Medicare and, and the whole reason that we're happy to welcome and introduce Peggy to all of you. I just wanted to mention um, this cocktails and conversation coming up this next Wednesday, the 26th at 5.30 at Rustico in Mattapoisett. Cocktails and Conversations is uh, a very informal event that our um, clients seem to really enjoy. Uh, it is um, it's a 10 or a 15 minute discussion about a different um, pertinent you know matter each uh, month. And it's really only that. It's not a sales pitch. It's not a seminar. There will be no uh, jacket and tie. There will be no um, whiteboard or, or projector showing you anything. It's a 10 or 15 minute brief conversation updating you on something. And this month, we're happy to have it at Rustico and Mattapoisett. You must make a reservation. The first two drinks of any type are on us, as well as some food. Uh, and we're happy that we're going to be uh, rolling out our financial navigator. Good. So we'll talk a little bit more about that in our next segment. We're going to take a short break, and we'll come right back. Stay tuned. We've got a lot to tell you about the subject of Medicare and when to apply and what it covers and what it doesn't cover. Stay tuned. You're listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys, hosted by Ray Lance and Pete Lance. If you have questions about retirement, call today, 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858 for a consultation or a second opinion on your current retirement plan. 508-998-8858. And now... Back to Money Wise with the Money Guys. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Money Wise. We're talking about a critically important subject today, important for everybody listening, because sooner or later, you're probably going to want to have Medicare benefits. So we were introducing on the radio again this morning, uh, Peggy Vollmer. Peggy has become a part of our umbrella of services that we provide here. Um, And she is an independent contractor, but she's got huge experience. So Peggy, you've done a lot of things in the health-related industry in the past. I know that you worked for uh, Cerebral Palsy of Massachusetts uh, as an assistant, and 
You also worked at the uh, Department of Developmental Services in Carver, and you helped uh, put together budgets and contracts, and you were part of a team of helping people in the healthcare industry. I know that you also have an accounting background from Bristol Community College, and um, you also have an Associates of Science degree from Bristol Community College. So I guess probably the most important thing that I'm impressed with in your background is that uh, you are a certified SHINE counselor through the Executive Office of Elder Affairs, and you've done just lots of things as a volunteer. But the bottom line is you have a great deal of experience working with people and counseling people who don't have a clue about how to sign up for Medicare Supplement, Medicare Advantage plans. That's correct. And your experience and your knowledge are uh, together very, very valuable. So we're, we're pleased to have you here so you can help our clients as well. If somebody would like to make an appointment to meet with Peggy and understand what you're entitled to and what you maybe should be doing, um, give a call to 508-998-8858 and just make an appointment to see Peggy. And if you forget that, call the office generally and we'll be happy to give you the information. But um, we're just really thrilled to have you here. So let's talk about when does somebody sign up for Medicare? When you're turning 65. Okay. Or if you're still working, you don't need to. Okay. Uh, if you're going to be retiring from a company and you're 72, you can sign up for Medicare then. Okay. So basically, um, you mentioned age 65. That's sort of a magic That's a magic age. number. And do you have to wait until you turn 65? You have three months before your month of your 65th birthday, okay. the month of your birthday, or three months after your 65th birthday. Okay, and let's explain why that's so important. What happens if you turn 65, you're no longer working for a company where you have health insurance, and you don't sign up for Medicare right away? Let's say you wait until you're 66 or 67 years old. Then you're going to get penalized for every number of months or years that you have not signed up and you should have signed up. Okay. And that stays with you. For the rest of your life. For the rest of your life. So the penalty is not in form of it's not in the form of somebody charging a fine to you. It just simply means you're going to pay more money for Medicare. That's insurance. correct. Okay. That's correct. So it is critically important, and just to sort of repeat that, um, if you're going to turn 65 three months before the month of when you turn 65 and three months after. Right. So you really it's have a, a seven-month window. Seven-month window. And during that time period, you really should sign up for Medicare. Unless, as she's mentioned, if you're still working and you're covered by a health insurance program through work, you can wait until you're no longer working and no longer covered by that health insurance. That's correct. And then when you stop working, you have an eight-month period to sign up. Okay. So I never heard that one before. So once you stop working, let's say you're age 70 and you've been working all that time, and you stop working, you no longer have health insurance, you have another eight-month period that you can but sign up. But you have to think about you may have months if you wait into that eight-month period, you may have some months with no coverage. Okay. Because your insurance will stop from work, and if you don't sign up right away, so we time it when you retire and when you're going to start with Medicare so okay. that you overlap and you don't have any gap in coverage. So another misconception I think people have is, well, I don't have to sign up for Medicare until I start taking Social Security. That's not correct. That's it? not correct, no. You don't have to have your Social Security coming in to sign up for Medicare. I think that's an important one because I've heard so many people, I can't tell you, think that um, I can't start taking Medicare or signing up for Medicare until I start collecting Social Security. That's wrong. That's not that's correct. That's wrong. All right. We, we also have, um, as always, things to hand out. And we have a two-page. It's front and back, so it's only one sheet. 
Uh, it's called Social Security and Medicare, your 2023 quick guide. That's important. And it goes into basically all the basics, all the most pertinent you know, details on Social Security on one side and on the other side on Medicare. Um, so we're happy to send that to you. If you want to give us your email, we can scan and email it to you. Or uh, if you want to come and pick up a copy at the office. Uh, I'm not going to go into a great detail now about the cocktails and conversation. I will mention it at least one more time before the end of the show that it is coming up this coming Wednesday at Rustico in Mattapoisett at 5.30. We are rolling out our retirement navigator package, uh, which is a full retirement plan from start to finish. Budget planning, income planning, social security planning, taxes, uh, tax planning, everything all in one three ring binder it will have your complete plan that you'll be able to take home with you when you're done with uh, the plan that we provide for you but we'll um, show that uh, as well as we'll have some of the handouts including this at that event if you're interested either way if you're interested in either cocktails and conversations or um, this Social Security and Medicare 2023 quick guide give the office a call we'll make sure that we either get you signed up for the um, event or get you this uh, two-page um, quick guide. Yep. 508-998-8858. That's the number to call to make the reservation for the cocktails and conversation, right? Right, or for any of these handouts that we always offer. Yeah, this is a pretty amazing handout because what it does is on one side, it's all information about Social Security and cost of living and all that sort of stuff. The opposite side talks about um, Medicare, Part A, Part B, Part D, and just a lot of really useful information. So I hope you'll take uh, an opportunity to do that. And it does show the cost of living adjustments um, year by year. Uh, 2023 was an 8.7% increase. And although this show is primarily about Medicare, um, it, we always do discuss Social Security as an important thing that people need to come and speak to us about as well. And we have mentioned that Thankfully, the cost of living adjustments happen automatically. It doesn't take an act of Congress for them to happen because it would never happen otherwise. Okay, so uh, Peggy, back to you in talking about signing up for Medicare. Um, so there's something called Part A and Part B. That's correct. Can we talk about that for a minute? What do those mean? Part A is your hospital coverage. Usually nobody pays for that. That's... Um, mm -hmm covered once you start taking uh, signing up for Medicare because as long as you have your 40 quarters in Social Security mm -hmm. um, then you can um, have the Part A which is hospitalization. The Part B is for doctors and labs and out, outpatient. Okay and I wanted to mention also. And that cost for the Part B at this present time is one sixty four ninety a month. Okay. For everybody? For, well, that depends on your income. If you're in a higher income bracket, there is a thing called IRMA, so they will prorate it up higher, but they only look back for the two years, okay. and you can appeal it depending on circumstances. I never knew anyone named IRMA, <laughs> so it's not really meant to be a girl's name, is it? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, um, so Part A and Part B are basically the essential components of Medicare that everybody gets when you sign up. And you said Part A covers hospital coverage, including being in the hospital itself. Right. And Part B covers on uh, medical coverage, which includes doctor visits. Right. But it doesn't cover everything, does it? No, it leaves 20%. And that's where you have your options of picking up a supplement plan or a Medicare Advantage plan. And I find those to be some of the most confusing things that I've ever learned. And I have a great knowledge of legal things and tax law and everything else, and I still struggle with Advantage plans and supplement plans. So we're going to talk about those in more detail right after a short break. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is Money Wise Radio with Ray and Pete Lance, powered by the USA Wealth Group. Collectively, more than 80 years of experience helping clients define and plan for their retirement goals. To begin a retirement consultation, call 
508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to our special show this morning about the very important topic of Medicare. And we'll probably be doing another show in the fall on the topic of Medicare at a time for something called the open enrollment period. And that's from first week in October to the first week in December, typically. So what is the Medicare open enrollment period, Peggy? The Medicare open enrollment is for everybody to look at your plans that you have and make changes. If you want to change from the coverage you have, you want to just change the Part D, or you want to change from a supplement to a Medicare Advantage or a Medicare Advantage to a supplement, it's different option. You have the option every year of changing. So when the open enrollment period comes out, it's a time to sort of reevaluate where you are, whether you're in the most affordable and best plan that you could be in. Do you generally recommend that people do this every year? And yes, take a look? definitely. Because especially the prescription drug plans, um, they a lot of times change in the through the different years. So it's definitely important, especially with your medications. Okay. Even if you don't, you're happy with the coverage you have for everything else but you really should check because of your prescriptions because they will change. Even if your prescriptions don't, sometimes the coverage, the tiers that they put them on will change. All right. So we've already talked about Part A and Part B. Part A is for um, hospitals, uh, hospital care, and Part B is for doctor care for, you know, make it as simple as possible. Um, Is there a Part C? Part C is considered the Medicare Advantage plans that will include your dental, vision, and hearing. Um, The Part C would be taking the place of your Medicare. Your Medicare would be primary if you did a supplement. The supplement would be secondary. Okay, so But if you did a Part C, they will not bill Medicare. They make arrangements with the Part C insurance companies. So what happens is you go to the doctors, you have one card. Okay. So even just talking about Medicare Advantage plans, this gets to be um, difficult to confusing. Yep. Well, and then there's a Part D. Part D, I think I know that one. That's, that's prescriptions, right? That's correct. Part D is prescriptions. But if you have a Part C, that's including the D. Uh-huh. So if you t- sign up for Part C, which is Medicare Advantage, it also includes Part D? Yes, it does. Which is prescriptions. Yes, it includes prescriptions. And I think many, many people, and particularly as they get older, certainly have a need for prescriptions. I know I take some prescriptions myself. And... Um, I wouldn't want to have to pay for them if they weren't being covered by insurance. I've had people come to me that I've seen that might be 72 or 75, never took out a prescription plan because they were never sick, did not have a Medicare Advantage plan, just did the supplement, and now they want to pick up a prescription plan. Okay. They're going to get penalized. Oh, really? Isn't that interesting? So even if you don't, at 65, if you pick up a supplement, you definitely should pick up a drug plan. There's some very low-priced drug plans, even if you take no medication. So so that's an important point. I'm going to sort of restate that. So, again, if you've got somebody who says, I don't need the prescription plan because I don't take any prescription drugs, and they, they don't take that on right now. They don't want to pay for it when they're 65, let's say. And then 10 years later, all of a sudden, they need some prescriptions. It's going to cost them a lot more money. If they do a supplement, if they do a Part C, that includes the drug plan, so they won't get penalized. All right. This is why you need to come and see Peggy. Uh, This is why, I mean, you know, I'm sitting here with a couple of law degrees and trying to understand all this stuff and thinking, I'm glad you're sitting across the table from me, Peggy. (laughs) And I, I, I should point out, 
uh, dutifully and respectfully that the reason I first met Peggy or when I first met Peggy was because I went to see her as a shine counselor to say, help, <laughs> help, help me sign up for what I need to sign up for. I don't know which plan to get into and what, what all this means. And when you do that, what's the process? You go through and you look at somebody's well, drugs Well, you go through, you look at uh, their income, you look at if they're taking the, how much income they have coming in every month, what they have for uh, retirement as far as savings and so forth, and I can evaluate it and tell them, well, you could qualify for some of these other programs that I'm not going to get into, but mm -hmm. I can advise you where to go to get that help. Uh, or else I would help you with your plans that you have right now, with where you are. But in order to do that, you basically I, I do would some... need your prescriptions, okay. the doctors that you go to. So if somebody wants to make an appointment to come see you, they should certainly bring a list of all their prescription drugs, or maybe even bring the prescription bottles. That's true. I've had both situations happen. I've had people bring in trays of prescriptions. I've had people bring in lists. Oh. I know that uh, nowadays every doctor's office has what's called a portal where you can go online. And we talked earlier about a lot of people who are not very uh, tech savvy or may not even have a computer at all. But if you are, you can have all of your information, including all your prescriptions on the portal. And you know, if you have that access, you can, I'm sure, help them look into that as well. Yes, but definitely. I mentioned at the very top of the hour, at the very first segment of the show, that we have people all the time who say, "Gee, I just don't understand this," and you know, that's again what we're here for. And um, so, again, we're very happy that you're here and that you are. Well, I met with a client just recently who's uh, been working. He's about to retire. He's been working as a machinist. But he works as a machinist on atomic submarines, nuclear submarines. Wow. And I said, you've got a lot of years and years of experiences. And he's trying to fully understand all the things that I'm explaining to him. I said, I wouldn't want your job, and I wouldn't want the responsibility of your job of knowing what to do to help put together a nuclear submarine. That's a heavy responsibility. Very. I said, but we do the same thing in our office. Everything from retirement planning to tax savings advice and the law firm does its thing with trust documents and so forth and I don't want to trade jobs with you. <laughs> but it takes training, it takes yes, years it of training and years of research and studying to gain these knowledges. Well without having a program like Medicare we would certainly have a lot of people who basically couldn't afford their medical care at all. Definitely. And they would use up all of their assets and all of their resources, and then they would end up in a very tough financial position. By the way, I want to mention that um, there's an annual booklet that's put out by the U.S. government. It's called Medicare and You 2023. I'm not sure, does this go to everybody in the country who's getting close to Medicare age or actually on Medicare too, I guess? On Medicare, yes. Okay. You get one every year. And if you think this is easy subject, this is a 130-page booklet of a lot of information about Medicare and you. And as Peter mentioned earlier, we also have the Social Security and Medicare uh, Quick Guide, which has very useful information. Call the office, 508-998-8858. We'd be happy to provide a copy of that to you if you give us information so we can email it to you. And then uh, I'll mention it one final time right before the end of the show, but please don't forget to sign up if you're interested for the Cocktails and Conversations at Rustico and Mattapoisett. That's coming up in just a few days, this Wednesday at 5.30. People really love the format. It's very informal. There's, uh, it's not a sales presentation at all, and uh, it's literally at about 10 minutes at most of me or somebody in the office speaking about something that is useful and helpful to you and then it's just casually hanging out some people choose to leave after 20 or 30 minutes some people will stay an hour and just sort of chat and have some drinks and have some food uh, you do need to register for that especially at um, rustico as the space is limited 
508-998-8858 is the number to call for that. Am I invited to that, Pete? You are. Okay, good. Glad to know it. So, Peggy, let's come back. We've talked about when to sign up for Medicare and how critically important that is. We've talked a little bit about uh, the Part C, Part A and Part B, and then Part C is the Medicare Advantage program. And when you sign up for Part C Medicare Advantage, it also includes prescription coverage. So that's important to know. And then the annual election period is typically from early to mid-October to the end of, uh, excuse me, to the end of the first week in December. That's if people want to make changes. So how do you know, how do you make recommendations on choosing the right plan? the right Medicare plan for you. Well, I also ask them how often they go to the doctors, okay. health issues that they may have, because you and the doctors in the local area, or whether you go out of the area, whether you are a snowbirder. Um, a lot of people in this area we have that do snowbirding going down to Florida. I've talked to a lot of people on that. Okay. That's kind of like the questions that we have to ask sometimes with Social Security. We have to say, you know, how's your health? How's your longevity in your family? You know, maybe we might recommend you start Social Security early instead of waiting until full retirement age or later. But, um, yeah, we have to ask some, you know, maybe difficult questions, uncomfortable questions, but it's all to help you out. And I'm, I'm watching this. This is really fascinating. Um, you, Ray, have about 50 pages of quotes and you're slowly going through them and dismissing one page after another after another. And I think this is a record that we have now uh, less than a minute away from completing our third segment, and we haven't had one quote from you. It's Can I tell you why? <laughs> Unfor unfortunately, what's happened in our country, and I'm entitled to say a few things that I want to say once in a while, um, I don't like to discuss politics on the radio because everybody has a different feeling about politics. But I think what I'll do is I'll give you my definition of politics. I do this every once in a while. Definition of politics is simple. It's poly, from the Greek word meaning many, ticks, a small blood-sucking insect. So that's my favorite quotation about politics. But other than that, uh, I probably printed off, yeah, 30 or 40 pages on the subject of Medicare. And mostly they're Republican or the Democrat or the Republican or the Democrat. So I'll try to find some that aren't. But stay tuned, because we will be right back after our last break of the morning. Call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Money Wise is in many places. If you missed a minute of the show or want to listen to past episodes of Money Wise, go online to usawealthgroup.com and click on the radio page. That's usawealthgroup.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to MoneyWise. Our topic this morning on the radio is the very important subject of Medicare. It's complicated, just as Social Security is complicated. And we're very pleased, uh, Peggy, that we've got you with us, uh, Peggy Vollmer. Peggy is, she is an independent contractor. Uh, we're pleased to have her share office space with us. And uh, welcome back to you, Pete. Welcome back, and we are now in our fourth and final segment. Yes, we are. So a person named Lane Evans once said, a Harris poll I've seen says that only 12% of the electorate names taxes as one of the most important issues facing the nation. Voters put tax cuts dead last behind education, Social Security, health care, Medicare, and poverty. Without having a Medicare program in this country, we would have many, many more poor people, many more impoverished people. 
the Medicare program is critically important to everybody in this country. I had one surgery myself, I don't know, 15 years ago. Without Medicare, it would have cost me a quarter of a million dollars. And how many people can pay that out of their assets and resources? Not many. So Medicare is important. It's important for everybody. You don't know what's going to happen to you uh, and your health and life. Uh, you need to make sure you sign up at the correct time. And let's talk about, again, choosing the right Medicare plan. So when you're looking at somebody's list of prescriptions that they're taking, for example, Peggy, do you know that some plans may not support certain drugs and other plans will I support? I do a search. Okay. I can do a search. I can input all the prescriptions into the uh, sites that I have. I have different websites that I can do a search on. Okay. And I can compare plans. I can p compare costs. We can look at the cost. We can compare different tiers where the drugs are on. I can go in and research and put your doctors that you have and research for you. And it would be impossible to keep all that in your brain even if things didn't change as rapidly as they do because drugs change, prices of drugs change, the insurance changes. I mean, everything changes just like, uh, you know, with regards to financial uh, planning. You know, there are products and there are tons and tons of different products. They all have their own specifications and they change frequently, including cap rates and spreads and bonuses and, you know, everything else. So uh, it's impossible to keep up with it because they change so rapidly, but it's easy for us on our side of things to do a search as well and, you know, get the latest information. But what you're describing, Peggy, and I agree with you, Pete, um, the things that we have knowledge of and we have access to, the general public does not. No, they do not have access to this. So if you told somebody, well, I'll give you uh, five different websites and you can go search and figure well, out. Well, they do have one with Social Security and with the Medicare. They can do a search, okay. but they can get very confused when they're doing the searches. I've studied and we've been trained to look at the different sites, what the information is saying. Okay. But it would be very difficult for the average person to try to do this research themselves and say, gee, based upon this, um, I should be in this health insurance supplement program as opposed to that one. And this one's going to cost me a little bit more, but it's worth it because it covers my drugs and the other one does not. I mean, how would you possibly evaluate that as an individual? If you wanted to, I can set them up with the website. I can give them the website and I will get, I'll get them going on it and then they can follow through and do it themselves, but I would still get the credit. Uh, it would go back to my uh, the uh, different insurance companies. Okay. So, so depending on your capabilities and what you can do, what you can't do, we have to look at everything, you know, individually. And it's similar to when we talk to people about Social Security. Social Security has 20,000 pages of regulations. Who's got the time to go through and understand all that and evaluate all that? and have any sense of confidence that they know what they're really doing. So, Well, we talked about this before, and I forgot the exact number. I'll have to Google it, and I'll find out in a minute. But I think there's, what, 108 different ways that uh, a married couple could technically file for uh, Social Security? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's, it's nuts. Uh, somebody named Benny Thompson once said, Medicare provided guaranteed equal coverage something that the private sector could not. So the private sector, the private insurance sector, could not provide the kinds of benefits that Medicare can provide. And Medicare is for each individual person. It's not for the couples. It's not for a husband and wife. You look at each individual separately. Okay. In fact, um, that's a really important point. Uh, my wife, attorney Tenny Lance, she has one company, and I have a different company for our supplement plans that we have. And I never really thought about why, except that my prescriptions are different than her prescriptions. That's correct. And all I simply said was, okay, Peggy, if you say so, that's what I'll do. And I'm following your recommendations. <laughs> but I'll be talking with you again this open yes. enrollment. Yes, you will. This year in October, we'll be reviewing it once again and 
see whether I need to make a change or whether I need to stay where I'm at. So these are really important choices. So you look at the main primary choices, which is original Medicare, Part A and Part B that we've talked about. One's for hospital, one's for doctors. That's the original Medicare. And then Medicare Advantage is Part C, which also includes prescriptions, correct? That's correct. So I've learned that today. I didn't really have a firm grasp on that before talking with you today on this show. And then if somebody doesn't want to do the Medicare Advantage, they choose a supplement plan instead. That's correct. Okay. But you look at the cost, you look at the coverages for the different prescriptions and so forth that people have. Um, I know when it gets to be around September, the confusion really starts. You can go into CVS, you can go into Walgreens, you can go into Walmart, and you're going to see all kinds of signs advertising, why don't you come in and sign up for our Medicare plan? And they're all trying to get at you, aren't they? That's correct, because they might be dealing with one particular company. Okay, important. I'm an independent person. So I am not looking at one particular company. I am looking at different companies. Okay. And Peter, I think I read recently that Amazon was trying to get into the health insurance business. Yes. Uh, that's been going on for a while, and I'm sure it will happen. Yeah. I know that they're already providing you know, prescription um, coverage, and, and uh, that's been going on for a long time. But I think that's only going to increase. Yeah. What a confusing world we live in. Really and you quick. can also use the GoodRx, yeah. single care. GoodRx uh, came in very handy when I had my dog that had seizures. She was on three different prescription medicines twice a day. Um, and I used GoodRx, and I would go to three separate pharmacies because one of the prescriptions was like $150 at every pharmacy except for this... I think it was Stop and Shop for, you know, it was like $40 there. And then another one was, you know, so the prices are crazy and, and you can and should use any service and app that you can to try to save money. Um, real quick, and then I'm going to let you two wrap up because we have less than four minutes left. I just want to mention for the last time about our cocktails and conversations. Uh, I just looked at photos. It's on a covered, it's under a covered patio at Rustico and Mattapoise at this coming Wednesday at 5.30. People love the format of it. It's not a sales pitch, it's not a seminar. It's really just a conversation about something topical and informative and you get a couple free cocktails of your choice, beer, wine, cocktails, whatever, uh, along with some food. And it's really only about 10 or 15 minutes, but people do tend to linger and you know last 30 to 45 minutes usually. But you must make a reservation, it's 508-998. 8858. Okay, well, that sounds like fun. Peggy, I'm looking at the outline that uh, Toby had prepared today for some of this material and says, What are some of the things that Medicare does not cover? Um, eye exams, opticians, hearing aids, dental work, overseas care, cosmetic surgery, nursing home care. So that's interesting to learn also. Right. And so it's essentially basic health and prescriptions and so forth, but your dental work is not covered by that. Not by original Medicare. Okay. And not by the supplement insurance. And that's why Medicare Part C has a small dental and depends on whether it's an HMO or PPO. In okay. network, out of network. Okay, and what's a PPO? PPO is preferred... Um, Preferred payment or something. I'm not sure. Preferred, um, I forget what the letters stand for. But that means that you can go out of network, but they have to accept that network. Some people will accept it. Some people will not. Some hospitals, some doctors. And I know that uh, there's some things you can do to uh, have some further cost savings, and you can talk about those kinds of topics when you meet with folks as well, like, doing some of the preventative services, such as screenings, vaccinations, wellness visits. They're going to be covering a lot of the vaccinations now as okay. a well visit. They're trying to keep people well so that you don't get into a situation later on with serious illnesses. And you can probably save money by getting into some generic drugs instead of name brand drugs, That's for example. That's correct. 
So there are a number of things that you can do, even in addition to the basic programs that people get into. That's right. And you can also use prescription drugs for some of your drugs and use the good RX for some of the others. You can work with a pharmaceutical company with expensive drugs. There's different things that you can do. So we look at each situation. So we've covered a lot of different topics today. We really value your expertise. And we want to thank everybody for listening today. And thank you, Peggy, for number one, being part of our operation. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. And for being on the show with us today. And we'd like to thank everyone for listening to MoneyWise Radio and let the professionals at USA Wealth Group help you protect your family and protect your money. And we're on, on the radio every Sunday morning. We wish you a safe week, a successful future. Thank you. We will be with you again next week on the radio. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management LLC, AEWM, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business USA Wealth Group Incorporated. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management LLC, AEWM, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by USA Wealth Group Incorporated are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by USA Wealth Group Incorporated. Peggy Vollmer is not affiliated with USA Wealth Group or AE Wealth Management. This radio show is a paid placement.